Hey guys, what's up? Yuri here. Uh, in this video, in uh, today's episode, I would like to share with you when sales can actually hurt your business. And I think this is important because, like, I, I believe, um, at least for a good chunk of the business journey, that sales solve most problems, right? If you can cut a check, if you can, like, you can, you can kind of solve many, many issues. Um, the challenge, obviously, is when you are starting your business and when things are, um, you know, kind of getting off the ground and you're building traction, it's very, very important to obviously generate revenue because if you can't generate revenue, then you can't expand, you can't hire, uh, you're always grinding and kind of like treading water, and that's never a good feeling to uh, to be in. But there, there comes a point where the business actually suffers by focusing on simply selling your way out of the problem. And I want to share this uh, graph with you to, to kind of illustrate this. So, you know, business is not a straightforward journey. I think we know that, right? So if we look at this x-axis as time and, you know, the y-axis, we call this like performance or revenue or whatever you want to call it. The reality is that it looks a little bit like this, right? You know, there's ups and downs, all that kind of stuff. But I want to just simplify this for a second. And I want to um, look at time as the, not so much like the length of time you've been in business, but also the, the, the point at which you are in terms of revenue. So typically what happens is over time, things will improve and then they'll hit a bit of a, I don't know why that flattened out all by itself. And things hit a bit of a plateau. Okay, and so I want to consider this juncture for a second. And if you're obviously listening to this, then you can't see what I'm drawing. So just watch the YouTube video on YouTube. Uh, but here's the thing is that when you're getting your business going, so let's just call this like zero dollars in revenue. There comes a point in your business where focusing on more sales and marketing is not going to make sense. Okay, and typically what this happens to be in a lot of businesses, right? So your virtual practice, physical brick and mortar practice, it doesn't matter, e-commerce business, uh, a restaurant, this typically starts happening around 500,000 a year in revenue. Now this, again, this number is completely arbitrary. It might be 550, it might be 700,000, it might be 350 in your case, it all depends. But typically it's about half a million dollars in revenue where we think that in order to get to, let's say a million is over here, right? We believe that in order to get to a million, we have to market more aggressively, we have to sell more, which may be true. But here's why this doesn't make sense in a lot of cases. This is not a Star Wars... Um, I don't even know what those things are called. You know, the Star Wars ships that fly and shoot things. That's a really good description. So here's the thing is that's not what this is, but this is going to make sense. When you're starting off, right? So we'll call this level zero and we'll call this over here. We'll call this one million of revenue. Okay. When you are starting off, it's very important to get your sales and marketing dialed in. It's extremely important. It's the most important thing you can do in your business. Nothing else matters 
But again, remember, this is with the consideration that you're very good at what you do and you know how to help people. Okay, I'm not saying you're just like a charlatan doing random stuff. So sales and marketing is very, very important. However, once we hit that 500K per year revenue number, things start to happen in the business. Complexity increases, uh, overwhelm, you tend to take on almost everything yourself. And now, as you can see in this picture, we have what is known as a bottleneck. And if you understand the principle of core constraints or bottlenecks, you understand that the flow of an entire pipeline or an assembly line is going to be limited or constrained by the single weakest link, right? And in this case, that is going to be operations. I'm going to just put OPS. So what has to happen in this case here is operations become the biggest bottleneck on the business. Now, what do operations mean? Operations is a, I'm just gonna use it here as a blanket term to refer to the processes and systems and efficiencies that your business operates within, okay? And I apologize if you hear a car alarm, car alarm in the back. I don't know what that is. So here's the thing is that if you just look at this diagram and you think that more sales and marketing, like more sales, more patients, more revenue is going to fix the bottleneck, it's not going to because it's all gonna be built up and constrained. And what that's gonna do is that's gonna put a huge amount of pressure, complexity, and even more problems on your business. So what has to happen is at about the half million of revenue mark, the focus needs to shift from sales and marketing to increasing capacity. So if we took this out, it needs to look like this. We need to expand the capacity here. We have to open up the bottleneck. We have to allow more flow so that things can move through the business more efficiently. And that's why if you're at about, let's call it, you know, 40, 50, 60 or above in revenue per thousand per month, thinking you need a new funnel, thinking you need the next marketing strategy to fix your business is not the solution. The real problem, and this is not in every single case, but in a lot of cases, we need to start here. We need to fix the operational deficiencies. There are cracks in the business. For instance, let's look at a couple examples. Here's a great question. If you were to step away from your business, like take a week off, a vacation, like no communication with your team, clients, or business, what would happen to the business? Now, if you run a, a brick and mortar practice, like what would happen to the practice? In a lot of cases, uh, things wouldn't go too well, right? If the answer to that question is, well, if things would break, um, we wouldn't be able to do that. That is a big warning flag because the business owner should not be the one who is like everything revolves around. You should not be the dependent of everything in your business. You cannot be the cog in the wheel. Otherwise, you have a job, not a real business. So if you were to take a week off, what would happen to the business? Would it stall? Would it plummet? Would it continue growing? Based on your answer, that'll give you some good ideas to like where there might be some issues. Another one is, well, does, not well, I think the basic one is, are you the only person in the business? 
if you're the only person in your business at about half a million in revenue, you're going to run into some big roadblocks. You're going to do everything yourself. You have no support. You have nothing. You have to look at hiring people. You have to look at hiring at least one other person to support you, right? And if you don't have that, you're going to take on everything yourself. Now, that poses a whole other challenge is how do you hire people? How do you ensure that they're doing the right things? How do you keep them accountable? How do you strategically plan your year, your quarters, your months, your weeks, so everyone on your team, not just you, understands and is fully aware of what the purpose of the business is and what you're working towards. So you're not micromanaging people. You're hiring the right people. They're doing the right things, and they're moving the business forward even when you're not there. These are, these are skill sets that don't get developed early on in business because we don't need them. When you're starting off at zero dollars in revenue, the only thing that matters is selling, is getting patients enrolling with you. That's all that matters. But as things grow and you're at about the half a million revenue mark, you have to look at the fundamental cracks in your business, the operational deficiencies, right? And that looks, that looks like the team, the communication rhythms, the processes, the systems, right? If someone were to come into your business, or let's, just, let's use this as an example. If I were to come into your business and say, hey, listen, business owner, I would like to buy your business. Please hand me your manual for how to run your business. Could you give me a manual as if I were to buy a McDonald's franchise? And you might be saying, uh, I have no clue what that is. There's a problem, right? You don't have a sellable business. And I'm not saying that you have to sell your business, but a really good asset test for a good quality business is a business that would be sellable, that someone would want to buy because they see the fact that it's been processed out, McDonaldized. if you think about it. If you bought a McDonald's franchise, you're not going to think about like, how do I make the burgers now? How do I make the fries? They give you a manual. They show you exactly how many minutes to cook the fries, exactly how to layer the Big Mac. Every single thing you need to know to run a successful McDonald's franchise so that the end product on the consumer's end is exactly the same as any other franchise on the planet is exactly the same. This is how you have to think of your business when we think of operations, okay? It's not super sexy, but it is because this stuff, this stuff in the middle here, this is the stuff that gives you ultimate freedom and the ability to scale. So here's what happens is once this gets cleaned up, right? Once this this middle bottleneck gets expanded and you have increased capacity to take on more patience because you have a bigger team, for instance. And I'm not saying you have to have a huge team, but let's say a few more people. You have better systems in place. You have better documented procedures. Now, the efficiency of your business is a lot cleaner. And so what happens now is you as the owner can get back to focusing on what's most important for you. In a lot of cases, is sales and marketing. So when we think, and listen, I'm not, I'm not saying that the product is not important, right? The, like the service you deliver, that is empirically very, very, arguably the most important thing. Because if you can't transform someone's life, you have no business selling marketing. But what I'm saying here is that you can't keep selling into a bad system. You can't keep selling into bottlenecks because the bottleneck is restricting how much flow is going to allow into your business, Right? If you're the only person in your business, in your practice, you can only handle so many free consults before you, can, you can't grow anymore. 
right? There's so many hours in a day. So what does that mean? Do you have to get more sales appointments? No, no, no. You have to look at how do I start to leverage my expertise? How do I start to hire and train someone else to do these consults for me so that now I can duplicate my effort, my efforts. Once we've cleaned up the operational side, now we can increase our front end capacity and bring more appointments in. Does that make sense? So I share this with you because, you know, I was having a conversation with our team this morning about this. And this is something that is very, very real in every single business. It doesn't matter if you're selling hot dogs or helping people with, you know, pain in a chiropractic clinic. It's all the same stuff. So this is the journey, okay? So at this point right here, we need to clean that operational stuff up. And when you do, that allows you to go up into this level here and move your business forward. Does that make sense? Listen, um, if this is making sense and you'd like some help with your health practice and you're currently at a place where you've hit the bottleneck, where you think you need more sales, but what you might need after watching this video is a better understanding of how to clean up the operations in your business to increase the capacity, to remove the bottleneck, to remove the constraints so you can increase the inflow, then we can probably help you out with that. Uh, there might be a button or a form underneath this video uh, you can fill it in. It'll take you like 20 seconds and book in a free practice growth session with us. We'll jump on the phone. We'll look at where your business is at, where the opportunity is. And then from there, we can put together a game plan for your situation. If you're watching this on social, just drop me a comment below. Um, and then I'll DM you the details for um, for what that looks like um, or for the link to, to book in a call. And, um, and there you go. So anyways, I hope this serves you well. I hope this has added some value to the way you're thinking about your business. And it's just something I see over and over again um, that I don't see addressed very often, right? So the whole idea here is that you can't outsell a bad operationally, um, an operationally bad business. That's what I'm trying to get at. So anyways, if you'd like some help, let me know below or fill in the form below and we can uh, jump on a quick call and see how we can best serve you. All right, guys, thanks so much for your attention. I appreciate you tuning in and I'll see you soon.